The Sharks begin their 32nd season in the NHL in the Czech Republic. And it doesn't come out the way we would hope for. We'll break down this 4-1 loss. We'll break down what the Sharks need to do, especially on that power play. Coming up right now, this is Teal Town After Dark. Good evening, or, well, good evening if you're in the Czech Republic. Good afternoon and good early evening to everyone in North America and around Sharks territory. Welcome to Teal Town After Dark. It is October 7th, 2022. The Sharks are playing in the Czech Republic and lose 4-1 to to the Nashville Predators in their season opener. We'll break that down and everything, but first, if you want to be part of the show, here's how you do it. Join the conversation in the chat along with us and the fellow Sharks fans on the YouTube page or the app. Of course, follow us on the social. Smash that subscribe button on the YouTube channel. Follow us on Twitter for gifts during the game. Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, Reddit, Discord, and of course, the new one that we're, we're hoping to get Dana on to help us out, TikTok, and find everything at tealtownusa.com. Of course, if you want to support the pod, you can always uh, help us out with donations in the Super Chat or on Venmo at tealtownusa. And with that, welcome everyone. It is yours truly, Eric Curry, and I am joined by the lovely Dana Meyerson, who's got a new sweet setup. How are you? How was your summer? I had a great summer. Uh, she's showing off the your audio just went out for a moment, uh, but uh, you're uh, I, I see a ring on the finger, so. Oh yeah, she's taken everyone. Sorry, she she is uh she is engaged. And let me let me check your audio now. You're married too. Yes, I cannot hear you, unfortunately, Dana. Um, something's going on with your your mic. You were fine just a moment ago. Try it now. Yeah, your mic's still uh, your mic's still cutting out, my dear. Keep checking it. Uh, we'll go through the chat really quick while we uh, while she checks it out. When you when you when I hear you, I'll let you know. Uh, Jesse Littlefield, good afternoon to you. That was not encouraging. Okay, uh, n n nor was it surprising from Mark Eisenberg. Uh, Abyss O uh, seems like a familiar result. Uh, so, uh, Dana, how about now? Nope. No, I'm, I'm not catching you. Oh, the earpod. Um, make sure it's, maybe make sure the settings on it or something. I don't know. You, you're completely out for some reason. I don't know why. I, I know you can hear me, but you can't get that going. So, uh, we'll continue on, uh, Marty T, the best year to ever to suck. Uh, geez. Um, uh, Felix enjoying the nice setup. Uh, Ian's giving you congrats. Uh, yeah, maybe, uh, 
yeah, maybe retry your AirPods, maybe resync them up for sure while we get that going. Uh, while we while we wait for Dana to get moving here, uh, if you are new here, thanks for watching us. Uh, hit that subscribe button down below. Uh, of course, hit that notification bell, and that'll notify you when we do go on. As always. Um, can you hear me now? I can now? hear you now. All right. Hi, Dana. Okay. Does the audio sound okay? Yeah, you're you're good. You're good right now. Okay, it's my AirPods mic. I. It, <laughs> Anu warned me that Mike would have issues, but um, <laughs> next time I'll be prepared. Sorry about that, guys. But hey, I can still hold it for dramatic effect. There you go. All right. <laughs> so uh, you, you you showed off the ring, so you're engaged and you're married. So sorry, everyone. But everything else, your summer was pretty good? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We moved, got a whole new setup. Um, yeah, more rooms to keep Margie out of. Oh, fun. But she'll make some appearances. Oh, yeah. She was trying to jump on beforehand now and uh, then quickly took off. So let's get at it, shall we? Uh, so the season opener, third time the Sharks have uh, visited overseas to begin the year. Of course, 98 in Japan over a swimming pool. Uh, Stockholm, Sweden in 2010 when Logan Couture got the game winner there. And now this one. Um <coughs> What did you think of the first period? I mean, it wasn't a great start. Like a minute two in key for sure would made it one nothing. Um, I, I thought Reimer was okay in this game, but um, you, you know, it just seemed like they got off to a bad start uh, or just unlucky bounce gets through. But it seems like we've been doing that every time. You know, five like the first five minutes in. So yeah, no, it's very on brand. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I thought the first, I guess maybe the first half of the second period, they looked okay. Um, I mean, I feel like in the first period, though, I still had sort of the most like energy and like hope for the team because like that hurdle goal, you'd think like if there's anything that I'm sorry, I skipped ahead. I know no, but, like, good, if, there's, if there's any, there's only like one thing to talk about for this game <laughs> from a Sharks fan standpoint. So I might as well cut to the chase. Um, but yeah, like you think if anything could like get a team going, like, you know, one of, if not, or maybe probably not the most famous Czech player of all time. I think Yager's got that, but, um, but a really well-known Czech player in the league, uh, getting to play NHL hockey for the first time in Chechia, like if that couldn't get the Sharks going, I don't know what would have. <laughs> yeah. And that came off at the end of a power play when Johansson went off for slashing hurdle gets it just a few seconds afterwards to tie it up and boy howdy was he wasn't he psyched for for that one and you can tell he was trying to really push to to get more offense between him and Timo Meyer. they had a number of chances throughout the game yeah um you know what I have a joke I've been holding on to ever since they announced um the international series and I signed up for this game yeah hey Eric Eric check out these post-its <laughs> Oh boy, I I need a I need a drum roll rim shot there. Oh boy, okay, <laughs> let's let's hear the post its. What do you got for um, me? Yeah, so first of all, um, I'm gonna do an over under for the whole season. How many post its will I accumulate? I'm putting the over under at seventy point five. <laughs> oh, so yeah, no, I'm planning to go crazy this year. So I guess put in your bets, and I'll um. Look back later and I guess record them. <laughs> I now, don't know. Now Don't have a ton of posts. Now is it seventy point five? 
yeah. for, the, for each game or 70.5 for the whole season when you're on? That's the big catch. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. Not like um, by the end of the season. Uh, I mean, I don't know yet how many games I'm going to be on. Probably like two months or so. I don't know. Some games I would end up with 10, 12 post-its last year, especially towards the end of the season. Um, so, yeah, 70.5. Uh, Put in your bets now. Uh, use that, I guess, with the Venmo. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, to be clear. Sorry, let me be clear. I don't do post-its for games that I'm not doing teal down after those. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, yeah, this is this is uh, across, I don't know how many games. Gotcha. All <laughs> right, so let's hear what you got for us on the, uh, on the post-its. Um, yeah, when Hurdle scored, uh, Anu said to me, Dana, I don't think I've seen you this happy in six months, and that includes our wedding. So I was I was bouncing around. I was over the moon. Um, I was like tearing up. I was shouting. Again, it was a great moment. It sucks that it was like literally the only moment to get excited over. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, we, it's it's good to see that the good players are still the good players. Um, Connor Bedard's like gonna look great in teal. <laughs> Y'all know from last season. I I am not a tanker you know like i i want to see at least something on the ice that i can enjoy watching um but i, I don't know the, the tankers might have me this year we'll see we'll see gotcha i already see some some comments about bedard in our super chat already tanker. uh what else you got for us um, I said in the second period, all I wrote was, I forgot Matt Nieto was still on this team. Uh, they like mentioned his name. <laughs> oh, God bless him. They just like mentioned his name. And I'm like, oh, yeah, he's still here. Because there's just been so many new people coming in. Speaking of which, um, I said this in the Teal Town chat, but apparently my dad got to hang out with Luke Cunnan's grandma today. Um, apparently she moved to the same retirement home as my grandma. So they watched part of the game together. So now I'm like super gunning for Luke Cunning. Oh, it rhymes. Um, gunning for Cunning. So yeah, Got we it. can always use some some new help on the back end. Um, but yeah, I think you know honestly, at the end of the day, I still enjoyed watching the game, even though you know Sharks didn't play super well. Um, I'm I'm hopeful for the power play. Um, I think. You know, that's something where it's like that's kind of a a goal for them to have for this season is like even if they aren't amazing like their power play has just been not great the last few years and that's been confusing when you know you look below they have a great penalty kill i think if you can solidify both of those then um you know then you'll hopefully be setting a good foundation for future seasons of doing better so that's something i'm definitely keeping an eye on definitely i i mean it's all it's nice to see that the sharks did kill all four national power plays albeit one of them was for four seconds <laughs> so yeah. uh so it doesn't help it but you know very nice that they went oh for that the preds went over four not great that the sharks went over four themselves uh in this one it's a tough one to uh yeah to i mean we can you know hurdle goal power play influenced if you will i know that doesn't count but um it's something. Gotta hold on to something. Yeah, uh, you know, I think this season. Let's be honest, Dana. We're, we'll be we'll be looking for any and little positives as much as possible. Might not be the greatest, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely we'll uh, definitely we'll have to uh, 
hope for the best. And and of course, if there's anything that was uh, that's been the the Sharks' ammo the last few years, it's been a great penalty kill, and uh, everybody going into it for sure. Uh, fortunately, in the second period, uh, Nashville would score twice. Tolovan, you know, minute and a half in, and then Nito Niederreier to make it three one. That really put it away. To me, Dana, I mean, uh, Nashville kind of shut the Sharks down after that. In my in my opinion, yeah, there was definitely just like a lack of energy from that point onward. Like you can definitely tell. I mean, it's like yeah, you can say oh the Sharks are tired, they've been traveling a lot, time difference, but like same for Nashville. So you know, if anything, they're on even playing field. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, where were Eklund and Bortolo? Are we going to talk about that? Yeah, why are they not? That's dressing. <laughs> I, I think they're extra help just in case. Uh, you know, they the Sharks can bring extra players on, obviously, in case there was an injury like t- today. That'd be a that'd be a long stretch for them to bring up somebody from San Jose. So they have extra players. So they're technically uh, the Sharks and the Predators aren't technically to be uh, cap compliant. They do, however, on Tuesday with the players that they have on the roster as it is, uh, need to be cap compliant by then. So that's why those two come into play. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I, I want to say that they're just extras that are going to enjoy a, a nice free trip to Germany and, and Czechia um, for sure. I, I'm not sure if they're going to come into uh, the lineup. They're just going to be there just in case and and then make waves with the Barracuda, to be quite honest. But why not dress them? <laughs> I I'm, like, I don't get it. I don't I, get it. I don't understand. I know Eklund, you know, played his limit to where he, they would use his first year of entry level eligibility. It could be something with that. It could be that they want to see more seasoning. I know David Quinn, um, you know, said that they were they were happy with it. It's nothing about their performance. They just want a little bit more out of them. Uh, and with a lot of veterans as well, if if they were going to keep the club, if they were going to keep Eklund and Bordalo up, they got to send one of the veterans down, and that would require them, you know, w- being waived first, and they might lose them mm-hmm. there while Eklund and Bordalo can still go up and down uh, between the Cuda and the Sharks. So that's where I think the unfortunate advantage will be with the with uh, the youngsters and the same thing we said for Gushchin. So, you know, it sucks because I think, I think a lot of Sharks fans want to see them and Hey, guess what? You'll be, you'll be seeing them in San Jose, just at Texie arena. <laughs> so get your AHL package ready folks uh, for that, which, which sucks because, you know, you know that they would be a, a, a uh, more improved team if those two were on the squad. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bummer. It's hard. Cause it's like, have they not at least like Bordalo, like he, like they burned a year of his contract last year. So if you didn't want him to, I mean, like, I don't get it. I, I, I don't get it. And I know obviously that was un- technically under a different GM. I don't know. It, it just feels like management, like just like can't make up their mind about a lot of things kind of like firing Bugner like weirdly late into the off season, even after the the coach carousel had you know done its turn for the off season. Like 
I, I don't know what I, I was I was I guess I did understand why they burned your Bortolo's contract because it's like oh, okay you don't want him and Eklund to be up in the same year because that's just like a lot of kind of moving parts to deal with in one year but then like if you're not going to play them like they brought in all these like vets this offseason which I, I you know and then and bought out balsers I don't know <laughs> I don't know if this is a conversation for the after dark or no you're good like, you're good no it's just later but <laughs> so AJ's mentioned it before we're like head scratching so you're telling me that balsers couldn't fit on this squad meanwhile balsers is gonna is I think at last check I heard he's gonna be playing with Barkov on on one of the top two lines with Florida this season so it goes it's an interesting one a head scratcher indeed as to why Balsers was let go. I I I I wish I could tell you, but all I'll say is this: it, they're gonna suck hard for Bedard. Tank tank for the tank, tank at the tank. I mean, uh, I mean it'd be great either way. But obviously, to kind of tail back into the game, their offensive capabilities or or creativity could have been used for sure. Yeah, I I think it says a lot that the only goal that was scored was when Hurdle like fell over and he wasn't even like planning to be in that spot and it just kind of worked out. So that means that the Sharks had zero like goals that resulted from like actual, you know, their actual plays, if that makes sense. Just kind of like, you know, Smash Hurdle having being a great hockey player, (laughs) which he is, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ricky is mentioning, you know, it's real simple. The Sharks want to lose, want to lose. Cuda need to win. Send the winners to the Cuda. Okay. Uh, Tiger, uh, thank you. Uh, no Balsters is already demoted in Florida, so we'll see how that goes. And Mark, Bedard season, of course. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I mean, just looking at the shot tolls, the Sharks only had 18 shots the rest of the way, while while Nashville had 15 um, just in the second period alone. So. Oh. It's, uh, oh. yeah, I mean, so you definitely need some more offensive capability. Of course, it doesn't help that, you know, I think what Hurdle and Meyer each had to post each. So, mm-hmm. hey. Yeah, I was like, oh, Hurdle had trick, maybe. I don't know. I don't right. know. A girl can dream. <laughs> hey. Uh. hey, I can dream too. And of course, you know, Tomas Hurdle, this is dream. You know, with everything, it'd be great. It'd be great. Especially for my fantasy hockey yeah. team too, which would be nice. They still have tomorrow. They still have tomorrow. Hey, look at you being half, half full glass. Nice, nice job, Dana. I appreciate oh, that. Oh no, this is far less than half full. Well, <laughs> oh no, <laughs> she she's got her what what is that Bud Light seltzer? Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Fight me. I like these. No. Hey. No. You. You do. You. Hey. Brody had a white claw the other day. With AJ. So no, it's still... yeah, I was going to say, AJ, come fight me. I'm having a hard, hard <laughs> seltzer on After Dark. And, and let's, this isn't the first time. And, so. Let's let's be honest here. It's game one. We're we're gonna be we're gonna need some. I I may need to have some hard apple cider uh, down the road for sure. At, at this point, it, yeah. it, like AJ just said, this is going to be a long season, y'all. Yes. So we're here with you no matter what. And trust me, uh, the more the more people the better that's what hashtag teal together people so make sure you, if you haven't already hit that like button hit that subscribe button sm- uh, smash that notification bell let you know when we are on the air um over 
overall, what did you think of um, James Reimer tonight? Did you think he got hung out to try? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think the game just started on such a bad note. I think that kind of maybe shook him a little. He had a few pretty good stops. There was that one in the first period, which I was like, oh, okay, that looks good. Um, oh, I thought he was just okay. Yeah, I mean, he, <laughs> it wasn't he, his fault they lost, but... You know, I think maybe that first one. That first one was a little, little shaky. Yeah. Defense didn't exactly help him out, and and I can. Yeah. I can. Yeah, I'm by no means a James Reimer hater. I am the biggest James Reimer apologist you will find. Like you know, on I don't know if y'all remember back at the trade deadline last year, everyone being like, "Okay, when is James Reimer going to be traded?" And I'm like, "Please no." What? And I got my wish. <laughs> right. We we got Aiden Hill sent to Vegas and, and he, yeah, he gave I up think a that local. was the right choice. Most likely. Most likely. But, yeah. And, yeah, and, I'm really excited to see Cockin in. Uh, I guess presumably tomorrow. Right. And, right. So that's gonna be the um that's gonna be the big one, I think, is how uh Kakinen gets into it. Uh I would assume he starts tomorrow. It would be shocking if if they went back and forth oh geez uh shoe shine come on <laughs> poor, poor vintage merton oh <laughs> i know it was within the first five minutes but oh man it, two minutes two yeah minutes. yeah or even two minutes heck a minute and a half like i just so that's oh that's one we're, we're getting... i just saw that happen i was just laughing yeah uh, just like okay <laughs> uh we're getting some comments uh post game uh aj thank you as always uh he's been a big help getting these post game comments as we go on and uh thank you my friend for gifting the game as well on our teal town twitter if you haven't make sure you follow us there uh from david quinn as the game went on we got away from getting pucks to the net up until it was 3-1 i thought we were good once it was 3-1 there was a huge disparity uh, the last 25 minutes, they took it to us, and we got demoralized. That's concerning the week, day one. Yeah. yeah, demoralized. That's kind of a strong word to use by a coach for the first game. But yeah. I, maybe he, you know, just really wants to send a message. I don't know. He can send a message, all right. And that one's got got one uh, in there. I mean, yeah. I mean, to just to be. Like, after one game, demoralized yeah, I mean, <laughs> is a really strong word. It just seems like, and he shouldn't be doing that. It's the first game of a new season. You know, yeah, you're, you're down, but, you know, this team needs to be resilient. And it's shown in the past it can be. I mean, I mean we, prime example, that, that game that virtually knocked out Vegas in the end of the year, how they were came back. I mean, they still had a chance at it. Yeah, it's not Vegas, but it is Nashville, and they're a pretty good team, and with strong playoff aspirations. So, uh, and, and you know, uh, I think we mentioned this on our Twitter. Uh, I'm hoping I'm saying this name, right? Ragna, the blood edge 17. What a name. Um, I still believe that our team will be okay. This season last time. The sharks played the predators. They lost eight, nothing. Oh, yeah. I remember that one that I, I think that's where we saw the, the gals, in the stands just put her head head down in into the seat and just like oh god what in the world oh gosh and and that was um the uh um the announcer in the tank for that game was like some like local girl who was like you know had like i i can't remember her name but she had 
worked really hard to like be the announcer and she got this first game and then it was the zero to eight loss. I think they let her do another one like just to be nice. Mm-hmm. If anyone remembers her name, let her, me know. Her name is Amelia Schimmel. She's actually oh. she's actually the uh, going to be the PA announcer for the San Jose Barracuda this season at, oh, at Texas U. Yep. I'm glad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I know you meant game one, but Denver Doyle demoralized. LOL, not what you want to hear after game one. Yeah. So, uh, not, not the greatest in the world, uh, to have, but, uh, you know, this is one game and I, I, I do not like the schedule for this team for the first two and a half weeks. They, they have these two games here and then they go home. They have the back to back with Carolina and Chicago. And then they go back out on the East Coast again. Uh, I I have a I have very big concerns about the jet lag. You know, as one who went to uh, to London in the summertime, um, yeah, that that can hit you hard, and um, hopefully it doesn't hit the sharks too hard as they uh, get going into there. So. Uh, well, it's not really a shark season unless there's like a matinee game against the Islanders, like within the first five games, like this always seems to happen and they always look terrible. And again, get it over with. I don't know what they love getting matinee games at the Islanders first five games of the season. Yeah. It's, it's usually like the Islanders or devils. Let me see here. It's actually, Oh yes. For us. Well, I think you're in the, you're in central time. So it's a 12 PM start for Mm -hmm. the devils in New Jersey. And that that's uh, near the end of the road trip on the twenty second. Ah, the morning of the um, of the uh, the Barracuda uh, home opener. So that'll be interesting there. And then they finish up on a back to back, of course. You know, uh, against Philly. So uh, yeah, brutal way to start the season from Chris JWS. Good to see you, bud. Uh, I had tea and crumpets every day in London. No, absolutely not. I had freaking fish and chips like the first three days there, and um, uh, when they say they're di- when they say it's different over there, it's different over there. Oh, so good, so good. Um, uh, from Quinn, uh, line changes at the end of the game were a lot related to the third period penalties. Uh, so it's too early about worrying about things being changed up for tomorrow. So we'll see on that for sure. Uh, but overall, um, you know, uh, this is very typical from last year, wasn't it, Dana? Yeah. Well, one thing they did have a lot of games last year was kind of a sense of like, okay, we're still going to put all our effort in. And I feel like that kind of faded by the end of this game. Like I saw a lot of energy, at least in the first two periods, well, like third, they just seem really disengaged. So I guess I can see where Quinn is coming from. But I feel like, again, like demoralized is just a really strong word to use after one game and kind of makes me worry, like what was going on during the preseason? Because, I mean, they did pretty good on, as far as like, you know, the score sheet. So, yeah, um, they, they... yeah, like what, what could have happened that is like weighing on them emotionally? Like, I... I'll, I'll be thinking about it all week. I'll get back to you no, guys. No, it's it's more like is it jet lag? Is it is it you know kind of just gelling it all together? I mean, you had that split squad late in 
late in preseason. And yeah, they were five and one in preseason. PK looked fantastic. The the power play was was very, very you know not great. Uh, so you know it's it's a tough one to see. You know, um, it, 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 I think Jasinski is coming in late here. Sharks don't have any offense. Why don't they try Eklund or Bordalo in the lineup? I have a feeling we're going to get this question a lot during the season. Um, indeed. Uh, and it's, and it's a frust it's frustrating. And yeah, I would love, I would love for them to get a look tomorrow. I just don't see it happening. Uh, Ian, you know, saying their, their repeated trips to the penalty box prevented them from getting any momentum. Obviously they did not see Zach Croft's Twitter, message this morning to stay out of the penalty box um but hey when they were in the penalty box they killed it all so that's good and there's one positive we can yeah take but out of but then that's two minutes where you are less likely to score a goal so you know it's like okay you killed it but you just kind of took away two minutes where you would have had a bigger chance to score a goal so and uh, not exactly the greatest night all around. You know, I'm seeing on, you know, of course, plus minus is such a, a, a flippable thing. But to see Lindblom, LeBanc, and Couture at least a minus two on the night, uh, not the greatest in the world. Uh, to see uh, Vlasic play 20 minutes, uh, which is up from him from last year. Ferraro, 24 minutes. And Ferraro took that puck to the hand. Uh, hopefully he's okay for tomorrow. Um, you know, it's like, don't, don't hurt yourself already. It's only game one, please. We need you, man. You know, we don't even have Nidavara at the moment. So, <sighs> so, all right. So I, I, you know. Yeah, it says, hey, Chris, you're right. Bless my is the worst stat everyone still cites while saying it's a terrible site. This site, yep. Um, <laughs> you're absolutely right. When it's when it's such significant like that, that's where it, it you know it becomes, man, it's rough. Um, Mark saying there's no harm in having patience with Eklund and boards. I like them as much as the next person, but I don't think they're quite at the level yet where they're they're the difference between a win and a loss. I mean, I kind of disagree. Uh, Bordalo was the difference between a win and a loss in a very uh, well-known game last year. So, but maybe they don't want to win, you know? Maybe that's part of the plan. <laughs> yeah, you know, just saying. Yeah. Uh, oh, is it, I mean, AJ's saying in here, I mean, Greer said this season would be a step back to move forward. This is a transition year to change the culture and take a year off of a couple of contracts. Wink, wink. But not a rebuild. But, Can't say rebuild. But not a rebuild. So, all right. Well, with that, I mean, uh, there aren't any, I mean, this is the only regular season game that's happening uh, going on. So we'll keep this one short. The Sharks do play tomorrow morning, same time, 11 a.m., out here on the West Coast, 1 p.m. if you're in Dana's neighborhood, um, 2 p.m. over there, uh, over in 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 Ian Land. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. Um, 
uh, how how things work out because uh, you know that second line with you know Couture, LeBanc, and uh, and Lindblom not not the best going on, but uh, you know y- you hope to see some more help from your second six, you know, with Benino and Lorenz and such. Gajovic, you know, got into a nice little tussle with Borowiecki. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Nieto uh, got a high-sticking call and made the guy fall down. <laughs> so, uh, with that, any any last words to close this one up? Um, well, at least Hurdle is in like a five-way tie for the lead of the Rocket Richard. Um, so, you know, keep an eye on that, I guess. <laughs> That's about it. Hey, hey, keeping it glass half full while, while, your, while your can gets half empty. I like it. So, uh-huh. yes. Oh, for the lines, for those, you know, being crazy about the lines, hurdle centered Cunning and Meyer, Couture centered Lindblom and LeBanc, Benino centered Gregor and Nieto, and Nico Sturman came back into the lineup to center Gajevich and Lawrence. So there's there's your lines. There you go. Uh, so much for Harrington A. We will see back tomorrow. Yeah. As far as we know, no major changes uh, at the moment that could change in due time. So. Uh, with that, in case you missed anything or you want to watch this again, check us out on tealtownusa.com or your favorite podcatcher, whether it's, that's the better one, you know, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you can always listen to us on YouTube or watch us. Of course, hit that like, hit that sub and hit that bell when you're checking us out on YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio and Odyssey. And of course, always available at tealtownusa.com. So with that, we will get on out of here, my friend. Um, your final thoughts on where do people can find you? Um, gosh, I don't have final thoughts, but okay, I guess then. I will Thank just you. reiterate for, oh, no, no, no. For those who missed it, I'm doing an over-under uh, bet. Sorry, I don't do real betting, guys, so. I might like <laughs> I might not be phrasing this all correctly, but I listen to enough podcasts that are constantly being promoted by betting sites. So I guess it got into my head. Um, but for the whole Teal Town season of all the games I'm going to do after dark, um, plus or minus or sorry, over under 70.5 post it. So put in your bets. Uh, we'll write them down and we'll see where we land in April. Gotcha. And how many did we get to today? Four. Four. All right. But in, <laughs> in my defense, there's usually more post-its. Like a lot of games last year, like kind of in the thick of the season, I had like 10 plus. So you never know. Some games are more eventful than others. Absolutely. So she's at Dana Mai with an extra Y. I'm at PuckGuy14 on the Twitter and the Instagram. Uh, I believe it is Landy and Ian back with you tomorrow following Sharks and Predators Part 2 from Chechia that'll again be at 11 a.m pacific time and then right back here on our youtube channel so for everyone here including dana thanks for watching and until tomorrow keep it real keep it teal 
keep it real teal. Thank you very much, everyone. We will see you tomorrow.